0: God is great and God is majestic and wonderful and beautiful and God must be approached and understood in His own terms. God in His infinite wisdom has chosen to speak to us through His Son Jesus and Jesus spoke much in parables. Why parables? Bakit mga talinghaga ang ginamit ng Panginoon sa kadalasan ng kanyang pakikipagtalastasan sa mga tao? Pag naunawa natin ito ay lalo natin mabubuksan ang hiwaga ng mga katuruan ng ating Panginoong Jesus. Dear God, we thank you for this life. We thank you for another day of life. And we thank you for the way that you have been so generous to us. We ask You, Father, to give us a simple message that will add and enable us, Lord, add a lot of wisdom and knowledge so we can understand You more. Teach us. Your voice is the voice we want to hear. Be our preacher, O God. Use Your servant only as Your instrument. Enable Your people, empower us, heal us, teach us. In the name of Jesus, Your Son, our Lord, our Savior, and our friend, we pray with thanksgiving. Why did Jesus use a lot of parables instead of just plain language? Why should we understand parables? Matthew 13, 10 to 11. After the Lord had taught so many people, but apparently the people did not understand much of what He taught, Jesus explained to him His parables and the people, especially His disciples, understood. The disciples came to him and asked, why do you speak to the people in parables? He replied, because the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. So apparently there are secrets in the kingdom of heaven that is not for everybody. And that there are people who had been chosen by God to receive, to understand, to decode, those secrets, and the disciples were one of those few people. So there are people who are given the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God, and there are those who are not given such knowledge. This is God's will from the very mouth of Jesus. Jesus spoke and taught in parables using common language and examples, but symbolically. Pagnasalita ang Panginoon, nagtuturo, maraming talinghaga, pabugtong. May intindihan ng mga tao doon sa pang-ibabaw, sa mababaw na level, pero hindi yun ang ka, pinakamahalagang kahulugan. Dapat ay lumalim pa, subalit hindi lahat ay nakakarating doon. When people hear the simple message and understand it, in the context that they'd like to understand it, and but what seemed to be the message and the meaning, is not really the message and not the meaning, or at least not the complete message and not the complete meaning. There are layers of meaning, and one needs some kind of a spiritual key to unlock the doors to the deeper layers of that understanding. The meaning is hidden beneath the word or the symbol. To see, to hear, and to know the meaning, one needed to be trained and initiated to be led and guided, so to speak, or to be told plainly by Jesus Himself. And all of this kind of revelations have ample examples all over the New Testament, especially the Gospels. It would be unfruitful and it could be disastrous to always be literal when Jesus Himself says that the secrets of the kingdom of God is given in parables, and not everyone could readily understand that why parables what principles of the kingdom of heaven lie behind the reasons for the parables we will know that God reveals himself to whom he chooses in the manner in the degree that he chooses nagpapakilala nagpaparamdam Naghahayag ang Panginoon sa iba ibang paraan, sa iba ibang lalim at lawak at taas, kung kanino niya gusto at sa paraang gusto niya. Yan ang kanyang pamamaraan at yan ang marapat unawain, tanggapin at sundin nating lahat. Numbers twelve six to 8. Then after commanding them to listen carefully, He said, I, the Lord, speak to prophets in visions and dreams. Meaning, hazy, unclear, like what visions and dreams usually are. But my servant Moses is the leader of my people. He sees me face to face. Now, this is beyond the rules because the rule says, when you see the face of God, you die. The background, of course, is when the brother and sister of Moses became very rebellious against him, and God called them to chastise them and tell them, when I speak to the usual and other prophets, it's usually through dreams and visions, but not Moses. When I speak to him, he sees me face to face. Meaning, it is a very clear revelation, a very clear teaching that he gives to Moses. And God goes on to say, and everything I say to him is perfectly clear. Hindi mga panaginip, hindi mga pangitain, malinaw na malinaw kung magturo ang Diyos diretsyo kay Moses. At kaya sabi niyo sa mga kapatid na sabi nila propeta din naman kami may karapatan din kami mag-lead. Bakit si Moses nglage. lagi? Sabi niya you have no right to criticize my servant Moses. Hindi sila binigyan ng karapatan ng Diyos na magbigay ng kanilang mga puna na hindi kapuri-puri. So obviously there are prophets but there are false ones. There are so-so prophets and there are great prophets. False prophets rely on fantasies and fabrications. So-so or ordinary prophets rely on visions and dreams. Great prophets are dealt with by God in a very special way, like Moses, that the revelation is so clear. So not all prophets are the same. The qualities of prophetic ministries are not the same. A great prophet must not be criticized for his clarity by the so-so and very especially the false prophets. But take note that prophet does not mean manguhula. The main ministry of prophets and the meaning of being a prophet is not to foretell the future, not to look at future events. Yun yung mga manguhula. Prophets were bridges between the divine and the profane between heaven and earth, between God and people. That what God would teach to people, He gives to prophet first. And the prophets, depending on the degree of the gift of prophecy given to them, and therefore the revelation that they are allowed to take, to take in, to understand, and to communicate to people, these prophets are bridges. Sila ang unang pinagpapahayagan ng Jos. At ayon sa kanilang pagkakaunawa, ay ipinapasa nila sa taong bayan ang sinasabi sa kanila ng Diyos. Kaya merong pakikipag-usap sa kanila na panaginip lamang, merong pangitain, na subject also to the interpretation of the prophets. The dream, the vision could be 100% inspired, but the understanding the translation, the interpretation, and the communication of the prophet in human terms to other humans is not always guaranteed to be 100% inspired. Kaya dapat pinag-aaralan. Pinag-aaralan mabuti. The Word of God is always inspired. But the translations, the many interpretations, and very especially the, all the hermeneutical processes that go with it are not guaranteed to be always inspired. So people have to be Watchful. So ang mga propeta talaga ay mga tulay mula sa Diyos at sa tao at tulay din mula sa tao tungo sa Diyos. Kaya marami mga bagay na pag langin ang mga propeta ay nakakaron ng napakagandang sagot mula sa Diyos. Hindi dahil malakas sila sa Diyos, kundi dahil sobra silang maka-Diyos. Nanaramdaman nila ang pintig ng puso ng Diyos. Sa so kung sila'y manalangin, ang kanilang ipinapanalangin, ang paraan at oras sa kanilang ipinapanalangin ay ayon sa kalooban ng Diyos ibinibigay tuloy, hindi dahil sa kanila, kundi dahil marunong silang humingi ng tama. So what do we do now? How do we get informed? How do we know the will of God? Well, you can receive spiritual knowledge directly from God. Like Moses, or like the other prophets, be a prophet. But then, that is God's call. You don't appoint yourself to become a prophet. No prophet is appointed by other humans too. God chooses whom He chooses. So when you cannot be the prophet yourself, you could receive spiritual revelation through someone blessed by God to receive it. That's why it is important to be watchful who you listen to, how much you believe, and how much you follow human instruments. Ephesians 4, to 12, So Christ Himself gave the apostles or gave us, gave the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip His people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. As you can notice, the gifts, the offices that are premised on those gifts are assigned by God. Not everyone is an apostle. Not everyone is a prophet or an evangelist or a pastor or a teacher. It's too much to look for all of these qualities in one and the same person. It's too much to ask, for instance, a local church's pastor to be all of this. As you can see, it was meant from the beginning that the leadership of the church would be teamwork. That there will be a team of gifted men and women who will be used by God as instruments to bless His people. And everyone is a gift. The gifts are not limited to this that we mentioned now. There are many other gifts. Everyone is a gift. That's why when you are absent from the church, you are cheating the church because your gift is not ministered to all of us. And you are also cheating yourself because our gifts are not being ministered to you. It was so designed by God that the people in the church will need each other and everybody will be important. Everybody is gifted. In that case, there is equality. But equality does not mean uniformity in function or in giftedness. So, benefit from a prophet, especially if you are not one. Benefit so so from a so so prophet and benefit greatly from a great prophet. Be discerning. But you might also get damaged and destroyed by a false prophet. Even during the time of Jesus, there was a lot of them. And even before His time, there was an army of the so-called false prophets. It's important for the sheep to know the voice of the shepherd. Because when that voice calls in the dark and the sheep rise to follow the shepherd out of the pen into the field, you don't know if that is a thief and will bring the sheep to a slaughterhouse. It is important to be discerning. Another principle of the kingdom of God is that those who have spiritual discernment will be given more discernment. And those who have more will be given more. Why that is so? Ask God. That is God's principle. It's evident in many of the examples in various situations in life. For instance, in the parable of the talents, Matthew 25, 29, everyone who has something will be given more. This is Jesus speaking. And they will have more than enough, but everything will be taken from those who don't have anything. Pag may ibinibigay sa'yo ang Diyos at pinaparami mo, lalo kanyang payayamanin, pararamihin pa niyang binibigay sa'yo. Pag binigyan ka ng malaki at malaki ang napadami mo mula doon, malaki ang gantim pala mo. Ngayon, kung binigyan ka naman ng Diyos na hindi karamihan, Siyempre, hindi niya inaasahang napakalaki din ng bunga mo. Magkakaroon ka din ng dikaramihan pero marami-raming bunga. Bibigyan ka ng marami-raming blessing. At ko ang na-assign sa 'yong naibigay sa simula ay maliit. Hindi mo pa pinarami yung maliit na nabigay sa iyo. Babawiin pa at ibibigay doon sa maraming-marami na at mayamang-mayaman na. Spiritually speaking. Sometimes even on in material and economic levels, this same phenomenon happens. The rich become richer and the poor become poorer. And we all have to realize and examine ourselves what our participation is when we become poor or rich or when we remain poor. May participation tayo doon. Dapat lang nating makita. To go back to the issue of the parables, Matthew 13, 13 to 15. Sabi ng Panginoon Jesus, I use stories when I speak to them, meaning the people, because when they look, they cannot see. And when they listen, they cannot hear or understand. So God's promise came through just as the prophet Isaiah had said. These people will listen and listen, but never understand. And this is in the context of traditional religion. Israel has been listening and listening and listening to the scriptures, praying five times a day, dedicating so much of their life to religion, and Jesus says, they never understand. All they had was that established, organized, religious machinery around them. But Jesus says, they never understand. That's why when he was asked, Lord, what is the greatest commandment? Because Israel had 10 commandments and 613 other minor commandments called misbats. And Jesus said, there's actually just one. And that is love. Love God and love your fellow men like you love yourself. Meaning, you might kill yourself or others implementing and following the Ten Commandments and the 613 other commandments. But if the ending in your life, if the product of all your religiosity is not love, you miss the point. You don't understand a thing because all the law and the prophets is about love and loving. Ironically, of course, many people, when they become more religious, they become less kind. They become more self-righteous, more judgmental, and more separatist. That they don't want to mix with other people with various shades or various colors of religiosity. And Jesus says, you miss the point. You never understand. You just keep listening and listening. Religion doesn't do you any good. Religion makes you callous because you think you already know, but you don't. Then to go on with the verse, they will look and look, but never see. Again, in the context of religion, and all of them have stubborn minds. And why do the Israelites have stubborn minds? Because they have preset doctrines and beliefs that would never be yielded even to the voice of the Son of God. Sobrang binuuna nila sa mga utak nila, mga doktrina ng kanilang mga ninuno, Mga kaugalian, mga nakasanayan, wala nang space para sa katuroan ni Jesus. Wala nang space para sila maituwid, para maitaas ang level ng kanilang spirituality. And Jesus goes on to say, their ears are stopped up and their eyes are closed by religion. If you look at the context of what He means. They cannot see or hear or understand. If they could, they would turn to Me and I would heal them. So, Jesus is saying, Look, for all the religiosity, these people are not really turning to Me. And because they are not turning to Me, the Son of God, the Word that has become flesh, they could not be healed. Because I am the healer. Because I am the life. I am the way. I am the truth. And if people won't turn to Me, there is no way that they can have hope. And this is what tradition, centuries, even millennia of religiosity has done to the people. They have been hardened at the core of their hearts that they wouldn't recognize the voice of the Son of God from among the many voices that they have already learned to institutionalize, to canonize, and they have turned these voices into idols already. They don't turn to God. They don't get healed. And God lets them be another concept. Another principle of the kingdom of God is that those who refuse to see will be left alone in their blindness those who refuse to hear will be left alone in their deafness preset quick dry stubborn religious belief could be the worst spiritual blinder people don't find it because they don't seek they don't seek because they think they already have it di ang pinakamahirap ding share ng gospel Yung mga, ay, ayoko nang makinig, alam ko na yan. I was born in this religion and I will die in this religion. Sarado ako, dekandado. Ipagmamalaki pa yan ng mga tao. Ayaw makinig. Kasi iniisip nila, alam na nila. Ganung ganon ang mga tao nung panahon ni Yesus. Nung dumating na ang anak ng Diyos, ayaw nilang pakinggan. Kasi yung utak nila, punong-punong na ng mga katuroan. Na kung kani kanino galing, wala ng lugar para sa katuroan ni Jesus. And God does not get down from His throne in heaven to stop people from doing what they do. God teaches in so many ways, through prophets, through our experience, through a direct dealing with us, through the scriptures, through history. And when you do not listen to all those, even to the Holy Spirit, God will not physically intervene to stop you from doing what you do or to push you to do what you should be doing. Ang nagbubulag-bulagan ay hinahayaang maging bulag manatiling bulag, lumala sa kabulagan. Ang nagbibingi-bingihan ay ang manatili at maging bingi at lumala sa kabingihan. That is the way of God. Every believer must take care of himself or herself. Well, we do take care of one another, but it is your primary duty to take care of your own self. Many believers would always want to be nursed, babied, be babysitted all their lives in the church. They don't want to take care of themselves. They will be absent for weeks on weeks and weeks on end. And they will expect to be sought after, to be followed everywhere. Maraming mga ganon, mawawala at nina-expect, hahanapin sila, liligawan, susuyuin, reregaluhan ng papaya para bumalik sa church. Aalis sa ministry, magtatampo. Hindi asikasuhin yung sarili niyang tampo, pagalingan ng sarili niyang sugat. Kasi lahat naman tayo sugatan. Lahat ng mga tao may daladalang mga suliranin, may kanikanyang panahon ng kahinaan, hindi po pwedeng asahan na laging ikaw ng ikaw ang lagaan. Tapos may mga tao ikakalat ang buhay nila, ina-expect, sila uli ng Jos. May mga tao tatalon sa pangin, iisipin, lulusukin sila ng kapatiran para iyahon uli, At matapos mong iyahon, tatalon na naman. Nakikita natin na gusto mong tumalon, di ka pinipigil. Kaya huwag ka nalang tumalon. Kasi nakakapasubo. Pagka hindi ka pinigil, papapasubo ka na niyan. Kailangan bantayan ang sarili. At sabi ni Jesus, You know why they don't understand? You know why I speak in parables? Sabi niya, Otherwise they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and then I would heal them. Kaya importante, maghanap talaga. Pag nagbibingi-bingihan, paulit-ulit, hinahayaan na ng Diyos. Hindi niya pinipilit. Kung hindi mo maintindihan ng isang katuroan, magsaliksi ka, maghanap ka, huwag mong explain lumaglag mula sa langit yung paliwanag, hanapin mo. Kung may pagdududa ka, patibayin mo ang pananalangin mo sa pamamagitan ng pananalangin, pag-aaral, pagsasaliksik. Hindi yung lalo mong papalalakhin ang yung duda, lalayo ang loob mo sa Diyos, ang totoo, sino maluluge. Kailangan inaalagaan ang sarili. At mahalaga, namimili ng papakinggan. Kahit sa ating ordinaryong buhay, pag may problema ka sa asawa, halimbawa, nakausap mo si Kumarewan, kung ang payo niya, ako, iwan mo na yung asawa mo na yan malamang, yun ang gawin mo. Pero pag nakausap mo si Kumarito, hindi, unawain mo siya kasi alam mo naman, medyo napagok ng bata yan eh, alam ko, kaya medyo kulang ang isip niyan. Uunawaan mo ngayon, may ibang attitude mo, depende kasi kung sino pinagkakausap mo, kung sino pinakikinggan mo, nakaka sa utak mo. Kaya mahalaga, to benefit from the ministry of obviously anointed, blessed prophets, servants of God, teachers, preachers, counselors who have a good track record of godly ministry. Pinipili ang pinapakinggan. Suriin. Sabi ng Panginoon sa si Luke 6.39, He also told them a parable. Can the blind lead the blind? Will they not both fall into a pit? Another teaching from the Lord that has a very, very physical and very superficial meaning, Literally, a blind cannot lead another blind person. But that's not all. That's not the lesson. The lesson is spiritual. That a spiritually blind person will only misguide another person who is seeking guidance. Yun ang na sinasabi natin, maraming layers ang meaning ng turo ni Jesus. Kung baga sa kakanin, sapin-sapin, layers, layers, layers. Huwag kang titigil sa isa lang. Kasi hindi mo kayang ubusin ang lalim, taas, lawak ng salita ni Jesus. Habang meron kang inilalaan na lugar sa iyong isip, may mailalagay pa si Jesus doon. Kaya dapat aral ng aral, hanap ng hanap, dahil napakalaki ng Diyos. Kaya mga iba sinasabi niyo, I know God. Sometimes it's a very presumptuous thing to say. How can a finite mind know an infinite God? How can a limited mind know God in a week or two or three of a spiritual experience or within a religious Experience. We keep seeking God. We get to know God more and more. But can a human mind really know God? Understand God? Kaya sabi ng ilan, the best theology is silence. Because the moment you theologize, the moment you use words to theologize, you already put the unlimited, eternal wisdom of God in limited containers like human words. Nagkakaroon ng limitasyon. But of course, we do seek to theologize with words, but do not make an idol out of theology. Hindi mo pwede gawing poon at sambasambahin ang isang theology, isang principle, isang interpretation. Bukas dapat ang iyong isip Dahil habang ibinubukas mo yan, lumalago, tumatalino ka, mas dumadami ang kaya mong unawain. And you outgrow what you previously know. We always like to grow. We grow spiritually. We like to grow and grow and grow. But, to grow into something, you have to outgrow something else. To move up, you have to leave your level now. So to grow spiritually is to outgrow limited spiritual knowledge and frames of the past. Dapat willing kang magbago ng pananaw. Hindi mo pa alam ang lahat, hindi pa perfect ang alam mo. Sabi nga ni Paul sa Corinthians, When I was a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. But now that I'm a man, I give up childish ways. But even though you get to manhood, you still don't know everything. So you get to another level of growth if you're still physically alive. And what you know as a man will never have to be outgrown because that would have been also childish compared to what you can still know over time. Room for improvement is the biggest room in the world. And room for knowing God is that room. Nobody should presume that he or she knows God. Laging, I know God. Sasabihin mo sa mga tao, kilala mo ba ang Panginoon? Kaya tatanungin ka ulit, ikaw kilala mo. Yes, nagsisimula tayong kumilala sa kini kinikilala natin siya, pero para sa mong kilala mo, parang you have arrived, dapat ituwid yung ganung pananaw. Because we grow from glory to glory. But remember, don't be sentimental for you to grow into something, you have to outgrow where you are now. Otherwise, you won't grow. Another principle of the kingdom of God is that God gives people what they want and what they insist on. Many people, by body language, by attitude, by culture, actually ask to be deprived, to be miserable, but they are probably not fully aware of it. Wala namang nagsasabi sa Diyos na, Lord, matanggal po sana ako sa trabaho ko. Walang ganung prayer, di ba? But you can pray through body language. Lagi kang upset, lagi kang late, ang dami-daming mali. Actually, you are praying to God na tanggal lang ka ng trabaho. Kahit sinasabi nung salita mo, Lord, niyo po akong papatanggal sa trabaho, pero ang ginagawa mo, prayer din. Pa-absent-absent ka, nagpapabaya ka, palasagot ka, inaaway mo yung mga office mates mo, you are really praying to heaven na tanggal lang ka ng trabaho. And when you ask, God answers. Surely, matatanggal ka pag gano'n ang prayer mo. Everything is prayer. Your body language is prayer, not only your words how we position ourselves. If we're going to be far from the streams of living water or by the streams of blessings, that is a prayer. Positioning yourself is a prayer. That's why many people pray without words. And many people pray with words but actually are not praying because their words are counteracted by their action. Suriin natin para iisa buo yung iniisip mo, sinasabi mo, ipapanalangin mo, pare-pareho, consistent. Yung ibang gusto kong masenso, pero tamad. Just ko, hanguin niyo po kami sa hirap. Pero wala namang ginagawa. Nakatihaya lagi. Nakatiwangwang. Tatamad-tamad. So, yung ginagawa ng body language mo, sinasabi mo sa Diyos, Diyos ko, wag po po ako kalisin sa aking kahirapan. Habang sinasabi ng salita mo, alisin niyo po ako dito. Lito ka. One half Wisdom has the other half of folly. One half faith equals to another half of unbelief. Dapat isa, dapat buo. Sinasabi sa Bible, don't expect that you can get anything from God unless there is unity in your spirit. Hindi ka dapat hate. So beware of stubbornness. Huwag tigasan ang ulo. ba sabi ni Lord, Basa ng basa yaman ngayon, wala namang iniintindi. Nadidinig, wala namang iniintindi. Gano'ng karaming beses na natin nababasa sa scripture, forgive your enemies, sino naman ng sumunod doon? Yun ang tinutukoy niya, ha? Lagi mo na dinig, love your neighbor. Pero marami, kaaway ang neighbor, hindi naglalove ng neighbor. Yun sinasabi ni Lord. Pakinig kayo ng pakinig, ha? simba ng simba, basa kay ng basa, dinig nang ng dinig, din naman sinusunod. Tinitigasan niyo ang ulo niyo. Ang trato niyo sa mga verses sa Bible, parang menu sa restaurant. Ito gusto ko, ito ayaw ko, ito kalahati lang, ito marami nito, ito mitik humpa. Pinipili. Tinitigasan ng ulo sa ayaw. Proverbs 29.1 Whoever remains stiff-necked after many rebukes will suddenly be destroyed without remedy. Akala natin, lusot na tayo dahil nakatatlo, apat na beses na tayo nagtitigas-tigasan, wala naman nangyayari masama. Don't ever think na walang mangyayari. Sabi, pag sobrang mong tinitigasan ang ulo mo, biglang-bigla na lang malalaman mo, binali na pala leg mo, nadurog ka na at di ka na makakabangon muli. Huwag intayin na dumating ang ganon. Kung alam nating mali, tigilan. Yung alam nating dapat gawin na tama, gawin. Huwag magtigas ng ulo. Huwag magmaang-maangan. Kasi ang nagbubulag-bulagan, hinahayaan ni Lord na manatiling bulag. Ang nagbibingi-bingihan, hinahayaan niyang tuluyang maging bingi. At maglik natin sa istorya ng parable ni Jesus, Matthew 13:16 16-17. But God has blessed you because your eyes can see and your ears can hear. Many prophets and good people were eager to see what you see and to hear what you hear. But I tell you that they did not see or hear. Again, this is a commentary on what the people of the old order knew about God and what they did in the religiosity. The Lord was saying, The prophets before you wanted to see what you see now. Wanted to hear what you hear now, but they never heard nor see it. They never saw it. In other words, kulang-kulang talaga yung alam ng mga prophets noong araw. At kung meron naman silang itinuro, dahil hindi pinapakinggan ng mga tao, hinayaan na lang ang mga tao manatili sa tinga sa mga ulo nila, hanggang ipinadala ang Panginoong Yesus para ituwid ang lahat ng liko, itama ang lahat ng mali, tapunan ng liwanag ang lahat ng nasa dilim. Dahil dapat ituwid. Kaya nga sa napakadami nilang mga commandments, ang nagiging ending, nagiging self-righteous sila, judgmental, divisive. Sinabi ni Lord, isa lang talaga yung command and focus on that, love. Imagine, libu-libong taon nilang pinagkakahirapan na sundin, daan-daang taon na talaga ini-implement nila. Tapos sasabihin ni Lord, ang totoo, ang love lang talaga ang pinakamahalaga. Yun ang atupagin ninyo at yun ang unahin niyo Pinakinggan ba nila? No. They crucified Jesus on account of the many facets of their law. Lopa rin nila ang sinunod, matapos ang lahat. Kaya nga, kung ayaw mong makinig, hahayaan ka. Pero consequence. Meaning, it is very important to isolate the teachings of Jesus from the other teachings that you will find even in the traditions of the religion where He grew up in. Because He said, look, the prophets of old wanted this, but they never got it. So now I'm giving it to you. So it's very important to give the teachings of Jesus paramount, attention because He is the Word of God that became flesh. In Jesus, all the deity lived in bodily form. Everything that the Father in heaven wanted to reveal was revealed in Jesus and through Jesus. Therefore, we must pay attention to what He teaches and not be like the people around Him in His time, insisting on tradition, insisting on institutionalized ways that Jesus was already trying to correct. We should put Christ back to the center of Christianity because even evangelical Christianity had been filled with idols, not made of silver or gold or wood, but idols of the mind, theologies, all kinds of teachings that had replaced and sometimes even contradict the very spirit of the teachings of Jesus. People should go back to the heart of Jesus to go back to the heart of Jesus-centered Christianity. Because even after Jesus, 2,000 years of church history had again placed a long line of idols on the altar of Christianity. And these are not the physical idols that many evangelicals demonize. These are idols of the mind, idols of congregationalism, idols of division, idols of various shades of interpretation, and people go to war, kill or die for this, contradicting the spirit of Jesus. All said, the previous prophets did not receive what the disciples were receiving. So take note of the incompleteness and the haziness of the old order, the old revelation. And Jesus says, blessed are those who see and hear spiritual truth. Doubly blessed are those who believe without even seeing. And that is our generation and the generations before us. Yung mga disciples do napakapalad nga nila dahil nakita nila si Hesus, nakita nila yung mga himala, nahipo yung sugat, nakasama nila kung kumain. Pero sabi ni Lord sa John 20:29, 20, Jesus said to Thomas, "Thomas, do you have faith because you have seen me?" The people who have faith in me without seeing me, are the ones who are truly blessed. And if you believe in Jesus without seeing Him, like the apostles did see Him, you are truly blessed. Mas mahirap yung ating pananalig kasi walang nakitang batayan. Do not just read or hear it. Really see and understand what God says. Develop your own scholarship. Do not depend on teachers and preachers alone. You've got to read the Bible on your own. Meditate on it day and night. Pray for the Lord to reveal to you its meaning that is unique to your experience. Not just what people say God says. Not just what you think God says or should say. You must allow God to speak. Kailangan natin natin ang tinig ng Diyos, hindi lang yung sabi ng iba tungkol sa Diyos. Hindi lang yung gusto nating marinig. Oyong yung sa palagay at inaasahan natin ay dapat marinig, hinuhubad mo ang lahat ng yan para magkaroon ka ng tunay na revelation from God. Let God speak to you personally today in a contemporary context. Because the Word of God is timeless. You can understand God through the context of history in which Jesus was revealed. But you can transcend the material history of the time and let God speak to you in your time and place now through the timeless and universal teachings of Jesus. So why parables? To reveal the deeper meaning to God's chosen recipients, as Jesus said, and to make the reading and interpretation and application timeless, universal, transcendent. Mahalaga mga kapatid na may talinghaga. Halimbawa, yung talinghaga, sinabi ni Jesus, kumuha ka ng tubig sa balon. Pag ginawa mong napakaliteral lang yan, literal na tubig, H2O, balon, na sa English ay well, pwede mong masabing, eh, hindi na ako nagbabalon ngayon eh, kasi may gripo na kami, therefore, wala nang talab sa akin ang salita ni Jesus, kirelevant na sa akin yan. Pero pag ginala mo siya sa symbolism, ginawa mong talinghaga, Ano ba ang ibig sabihin ng tubig? Hindi lang H2O. It could mean life. It could mean buoyancy. It could mean cleansing. It could mean refreshment. Tasa ano ba ang balon? Therefore, it is the source not only of water but of refreshment, of life, of rest. Makukuha mo yung meaning, makakatakas ka dun sa kahon ng example. Noong unang panahon na wala na sa buhay mo ngayon, pag ka magbasa ng metaphor, pag ka magbasa ng parable. And Jesus spoke in parables to render His words universal and transcended. It could be applied and interpreted in any time and place, in any culture, so long as you know how to find parallels of the meanings of what He said. Dahil sa parable nagiging accessible sa atin, yung dapat sanay distant teachings in a very distant time place and material culture. Salamat may parables. Nagkakaroon ng neutral ground yung turo para pwedeng tumalab sa atin ngayon kahit hindi naman tayo yung original na kausap. Why else why parables to consign the spiritually blind to their blindness and the deaf to their deafness? E kung tayo lang masusunod, hindi siguro tayo ganoon. Pero ganoon ang gusto ng Diyos, let it be. Therefore, carefully examine if you are blind or deaf by practice or by choice. Pinakamalaking mambulag talaga yung religious affiliation. Hindi ka na makikinig sa ibang ideya pag may nauna na sa iyong utak. Why else? Why parables? To make people seek God in their context, in the context of the people. Jeremiah 29.13 You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart." Why all? Because when you find God, God will fill your hearts with teachings. There must be space for His teachings. That's why you've got to seek God with all your heart. Empty your heart of bias. Empty your heart of quick, dry teachings that have been there forever so that God can fill you with a new revelation a new light. And even if your old teaching and your heart is still true, then God will give you a fresh meaning and application for the same old truth. But the idea is, empty yourself of yourself, of others, so that God will have a space. That's why you have to seek God with all your heart. Meaning also, with all your effort. See? heart na naman ito, symbol na naman. Kasi kung totoo, yung heart, literally, it's just muscles and tissues that pump forever until you die. Yun yung heart, di ba? But now, it has become a symbol of something else. Can symbolic. You cannot always be literal in interpretation, no matter how many seminaries insist on the literal meaning. The Bible was written with symbolism and with the use of a lot of symbolism. And to unlock its mystery, you've got to enter its language. And that is the language of the parables. So empty yourself to be filled. So, Jesus democratized wisdom and revelation and guidance of God. This is no longer confined to just a few because He said in Matthew 7, 7-8, to Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone, not only a select few, everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And the one who knocks, the door will be opened. So if the door is not being opened, if you are not receiving, if you are not being answered, the obvious reason is you are not asking or knocking or seeking enough. Because Jesus said, paghumingi ka bibigyan ka. Hindi ng kotse ha, hindi ng papa. Paghumingi ka ng wisdom. Paghumingi ka ng karunungan mula sa Diyos na maunawaan siya. Pagumingi ka ng tools to understand the misery of God, sabi niya, ibibigay sayo. But you've got to seek God with all your heart. Prophecy and spiritual knowledge is democratized by Jesus. Ask God to open your hearts and ears, to heal our spiritual blindness and deafness, and to make us see and hear. So we can unlock the meaning of Jesus' words. We can see beyond the surface and very importantly, to see beyond Religion Incorporated. That is what has happened in the last 2000 years, various religions claiming franchise to Jesus, claiming franchise to heaven, that there are so many franchise holders now that there is so much religious competition. See beyond that, get beyond Religion Incorporated so that you can get to the heart of Jesus. Listen to prophets who are anointed. Be blessed with the ministry of other people who are given by the Lord many giftings to uplift and edify all of us. Get beyond the parables into the heart of Jesus. Brothers and sisters, don't just have religion. Don't just attend a religious service. Seek to find Jesus. Seek to find not just religion but salvation freedom, joy, peace, and goodness. And you will know if you have found God, and if God has found you, you will be loving. Your heart will overflow with love. You will be ready to love, and you will ready to be loved by others. You will take away all those dividing walls so you could love more, and you can forgive more. And that is the greatest test if you are in the right religion. Not by the name of the church you attend, not by the length of service, not by the type of music you play, but are you loving or not? Because Jesus is love. God is love. And all the law and the prophets are about love. And Jesus said, there's only one command that's important, that is to love. Jesus gave parables so we can understand many of His teachings, and understanding those will make us loving. Love is the greatest and unassailable fruit of true spirituality. Dear God, we ask you to continue to help us to know you in a way that will change us into loving persons, persons that know how to forgive, people who are also ready to accept and receive love from others. Teach us so that our knowledge will not only be in the mind, it will not only be congregational, it will not be branded, but our knowledge of you will bear fruits, fruits of righteousness, especially fruits of love. Ponder these words. Spend some time with the Lord in silent meditation and ask the Lord what all this means to you in your personal context, in your life, now. A podcast by Ed Loppies. Become a supporter. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. Click the support button or click the link below. Thank you so much for your prayers and support in this ministry. Our desire to share hope in new ways to millions of people in many places have become possible because of your unconditional love of giving and partnering with us to this ministry. Visit Ed Loppies official website. edloppies.com.ph